Hello and welcome to ProCon. I'm back, Siddharth Satish, as your host, and in today's episode, we have two excellent debate coaches from West Windsor Plainsboro High School North, Ms. Julius and Ms. Costanza. They're joining me here today onto the show, talking about their experience in debate and coaching the West Windsor Plainsboro High School North's model Congress team. Welcome, Ms. Julius. Welcome, Ms. Costanza. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Um, so, starting off with you, Ms. Julius, what do you teach at HSN? Um, so, currently, I teach American Studies 1 Honors, which is basically United States History 1, and I teach AP Microeconomics. I've also taught uh, the course that we offer here, Economics and Social Problems, in the past as well. What about you, Ms. Costanza? I teach American Studies 1 Honors. Nice. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> um, so as a student who has taken a bit of American studies and who's really interested in microeconomics, both of these teachers are one of the best at North there is. And each of their classes, they run something called the Constitutional Convention, which allows you to have like a real-life simulation of debate and, that we would have seen and that the, our founding fathers would have experienced. And I think that kind of shows how you guys are dedicated to debate, not only outside of school, but inside of school. So can you guys tell me a bit about the Constitutional Convention, about debate, and like how you put that into your classrooms? Sure, I can start. <laughs> so I always found that debates were the things that I liked most in class. Um, social studies and history gets a bad rap a lot of times um, about being a lot about facts, and that was never something that I really enjoyed about history. I always loved when we did debates and talked about stuff in history that seemed important. And I remember doing a, um, a trial of Martin Luther when I was in high school um, where I got to play a lawyer. So that was always the stuff that stuck with me. So that's the stuff that I try and incorporate in my class. Um, and also to help students see how the questions that were being asked at the time are still relevant today. So it kind of helps to take it to the next level. So the Constitutional Convention, the, the students play delegates and uh, try to create the Constitution um, and fight about it <laughs> a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually had a different experience. My school was a little bit more traditional. We did not have debates, Socratic seminars. Um, um, it was a lot of lecturing, writing, listening. So when I became a teacher, I wanted to give a different experience because I was not very fond of the traditional style. Um, so I tried to incorporate as many activities such as like the Constitutional Convention, um, smaller debates, larger debates into class because I wanted that aspect of incorporating the students, making them feel like they're part of the class mm -hmm. rather than me just giving them content. I think that's what like made me excited about social studies in the first place, and that's what made me like a bit sad that I couldn't take your class this year. <laughs> um, but I guess like uh, just listening to my friends and talking about how they're enjoying like you know proposing amendments and all of that, and just seeing how they're enjoying something that I enjoy after school and model Congress mm -hmm. is just really heartwarming, and it shows that debate not only has a place in extracurriculars but inside of school as well. But like on that note, how did you come to Model Congress? Why did you come, and what do you like about it? Yeah. Um, I came first. <laughs> um, this is my second year working with the West Windsor Plainsboro High School Model Congress. Um, it was just kind of timing a little bit. Um, previously, the main um, advisor here for Model Congress was deciding to step down, and one of my other colleagues was kind of like the secondary person, and so she recommended coming into it, um, and there were students that I knew who were in it 
who I had had in class, who I loved, and who were really passionate. Um, and so I didn't really do Model Congress in high school, but I was just excited by the students who I knew were involved. And so myself and a colleague, Miss Dean, got involved last year. Um, and it hasn't disappointed. I feel like I, I have gotten to know those students that I had previously even better and get to see them doing something they really love and are really, really good at. And I get to meet all these new students who are coming in. And you get to learn so much about students and kids on a way, in a way you wouldn't learn in the classroom, which I love. Um, so I came in second, of course. Um, this is my first year as an advisor of Model Congress, but last year I was able to attend one of the conferences when yeah. um, the advisor last year could not. Um, and I remember Ms. Julius and I going into the committee sessions and the full sessions, and it was just so impressive to see what you guys were doing in those sessions. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to be a part of that be a part of the club to see the preparation for that to see what goes into um, preparing for these conferences um, so that I could just be a bigger part of the school overall I guess <laughs> that's really nice I, and I think that you know just falling into this is the best thing that can happen because mm -hmm. most of the times I actually was a big model UN kid because that's what okay. we were told in eighth grade <laughs> and before coming into high school. But then, who are the um, eighth grade teachers there? We got to change that around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but coming into high school, I think one of my friends just told me, "Pop in for Model Congress." I was like, "What is Model Congress?" So I think we went in uh, to the meeting. It was the start of freshman year, so there wasn't much to do after school or like homework wise. Mm -hmm. So I walked in and. I see the senior officers that were there yeah. last year standing there and explaining everything. And I think I just fell into it and I loved it so much after that. Anyone, I'm sure it's a, it's a great club, but. Absolutely. Yeah. I think there's a, a localness about Model Congress. Like Model UN does practices a lot of the same skills. And obviously part of something that we push for as teachers in social studies is an idea of like we live in a global world. Um, but we also live in a space in America that's very where young people are very apathetic about politics, um, and understandably so. It gets very cynical. It gets very nasty. It gets very political. Uh, so, but I think Model Congress takes all those things that MUN does and puts it in a space that has an even higher level of relatability because we're living in a space and we can go ultimately and easily serve the rules of being politicians as we move forward. And I think that, that I don't know, gives it a realness, even beyond what I think MUN can do. No offense, MUN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, definitely. I think that's what attracted me to it in the first place. I think most of the times you get like, you know, these, this competitive vibe from everyone. And I think we see that even in school today. But now, like the community that debate fosters even, like, I think you can be part of MUN, you can be part of mm -hmm. any debate club. Yeah. And I think uh, uh, in last week's uh, episode, we were talking with the freshmen and they were saying on um, about how much they loved it and how yeah. much they loved the experience. And I think any club that makes you laugh, cry, or makes you have so extreme emotions, you belong there. Yeah. And I think that's what Model Congress was for me. Like, you know, staying at conferences, talking to you guys about, you know, things that happen inside of our rooms, inside of our committee yeah. sessions when we're competing, the radical ideas that sometimes get gets proposed, the <laughs> misinformation that, get, that gets presented. Yes. I think it's just nice to see that there's a forum where we can come out and talk about it. So how have, how have you guys liked it, like interacting with the students in the club 
And how have the students been helped? Like, have you learned anything from the students as well? Um, sure, I'll start on this yeah. one. Um, <laughs> can you ask the question one more time? Yeah, I'm sure. So sorry. No, no, that's fine. Um, so how do you like interacting with the students in the club? Do you like it? Like, have you learned things from them as well? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I love interacting with the students in the club. Some of them I've had in class or I have in class this year. Um, but most of them I don't. So it's really nice to get to know a new set of students as well um, and just get to be there for them outside of their committee sessions. Sometimes they can be stressful, yeah. right? <laughs> preparing for committee sessions, preparing for full sessions. So I like to just kind of be that support system as well. Um, and yeah, I learn, I learn something from the students every day inside of my classroom, in um, Model Congress, um, things like yeah, I don't know. I don't know where I was going to get that. <laughs> no, that's fine. I, we learn everything every day, and I think like it's so nice to see that even the teachers tend to learn something sometimes. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, uh, even if you ask me what I learned in school today, I'm sure I can't specifically point out like I learned this or that. <laughs> yeah. But like we know that we learn, and I think that feeling that we know that is so so important. What about yeah. you, Ms. Julius? Um, I just love seeing people and students who are so passionate about it like that's what really gets me about model congress and why i'm so happy to be the advisor for it um going into those committee sessions and just seeing everyone at play um, i say this a lot in the emails that i send out to other faculty um, you just get to see students combining all of this knowledge that they've acquired, maybe from you, but more likely from somebody else in the building. Um, stuff about science that I would never know, um, math things sometimes, right? So like all this kind of stuff, it's, it's the application of all these things that students have learned, whether they realize it or not, from people um, and teachers in their life. And that's really, really cool to see. It's kind of like every, it feels like everything we're doing is working in some way, shape, or form. And to also just like see, especially with officers, or see students as they move into offer, officership. There we go, that's the word I'm looking for. Um, as we see them move into that space to take such control. And I'm so impressed by these 16 and 17 year olds who are coming in and garnering so much respect from the freshmen and the sophomores and who are doing such an amazing job training and teaching and giving feedback. That's amazing, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's amazing. I frequently come out and I'm just like, I, I wish that my classes were small enough or that there were four more teachers in my room so that we could do in education the kind of feedback um, that officers are able to do in Model Congress. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. really, that's, I, I mean, I think you just brought me back to like my freshman year sitting in that room, like with all the officers standing there. First, we don't know them, they're like upperclassmen, we're kind of scared of them because we hear yeah. that, you know, upperclassmen are usually mean to the freshmen or things like that. But slowly going to conferences, going to competitions, competing alongside them sometimes. Sometimes they're in the same room as you, yeah. and when they give up to like give a speech, get up and give a speech, you're like just awestruck. I, it's I mean, funny because one of the former officers, our former president from last year, came back and came by my room to say hi. And one of our current officers said she like felt a chill in the room. She got so scared. She's like, "What am I supposed to be doing right now?" Um, just because that particular officer like invoked so much respect and like slight terror, 
because she was so, so good at what she did that, like, she still has this impact on this junior who's now an officer who's like, oh, my God, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> like, I must be doing something wrong. I remember seeing her yesterday on my way up to Spanish, and I just waved hi, and I, I kept thinking, did I, did I even say hi to her? Was that even proper? <laughs> like, I think the admiration that we have for, like, these people is so, so high, and mm-hmm. I think that's what, like, we foster in debate. And yeah. I think... Like you, I, I love the fact that you guys like being part of that because many times in school it's like okay the teacher sits behind the desk and we sit in front of it and we're just listening to what they mm-hmm. say but like being involved seeing all of like because everyone has multiple sides and we don't get to see that mm-hmm. most of the times the education is just like one side of it and like being part of this club and you guys have given me at least like so much of like you mentioned Miss Costanza about being like a support system mm-hmm. there's like a place where I can come and vent at conferences <laughs> yeah. like if I have anything going on in committee I think you guys have been like the support system that I've used on and on and on and I'm so glad that you're there because being there is not necessarily to like not only help us become better delegates but also help us become better people because I know at times we see things that are unfair and like we come and talk to you about it but most times we can't do much to change it mm-hmm. and i think you help us realize that regardless of what we can do anything that we did has an impact mm-hmm. i think that's what i like that you keep us grounded but also help us feel a bit better about ourselves and at the same time so just tying this all uh, together what what would your advice be to like a debate coach who's hesitant about joining a team or hesitant about even creating one my first thing would be don't worry if you don't know all the content. You might not. Um, there are things that um, I have knowledge of that maybe Ms. Costanza doesn't or mm-hmm. vice versa or sometimes that we don't have knowledge of at all. <laughs> and then we send them to an officer. Um, I think it's more just about getting in and doing it and being there for kids um, and being excited to be in that space. Yeah. It's really, I recommend do it because the stuff that you see um, students do is amazing. They, like, everyone in Model Congress here is, like, next level. Um, And, of course, we see that to some extent in the classroom, but you really get to see it in this environment, and that's really worthwhile and very inspiring. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I would give a similar, you know, set of advice. I think that there's really no reason not to, right? The only thing that can happen is you can give students an opportunity to get their voices heard Mm -hmm. um, and to improve on a multitude of skills. Um, I know that at High School South, they're restarting the Model Congress there, and they keep saying, like, oh, we're not to the caliber of North, Um, but it's so amazing to see that they have, like, 40 students that are so excited Mm -hmm. to practice and to go to these conferences and to improve and to learn. Um, and to teach each other. And mm-hmm. I think that that's really what we're in it for. Yeah, we're not the experts necessarily. Yeah. We're just, as you said, it's more like there for support and, and providing, being able to provide the space for students to be able to do those things. Yeah. I think this brought me back a bit to like the in loco parentis ta- yeah. ta- the conversation <laughs> that we were having. Um, just to provide context, I think someone mentioned that in my committee at uh, Princeton Model Congress, and I was coming and talking to you about like how that was like misused in that particular context. Yeah. But like, you really are like in place of parents at these conferences, yeah. right? Obviously, we can call them up and talk to them, but it's not like the physical interaction that we right. have with them. And I think it's just like 
you're like this is like the model congress family and we call it oftentimes you know just like because we're friends but it really is a family come to think about it like mm-hmm. oh, you know like yeah. you guys are like the heads and like we have the officers who are all leading us like we're little children still. <laughs> it's just nice to see that someone has us under their wing and i think that's what like a debate coach is more yeah. than like you know grilling someone on how they're speaking or like what they're saying you guys are more of a support system that we need yeah. and thank you so much for being that support oh. system of course. of course that's what we're here for that's why we became yeah. teachers so true <laughs> <laughs> um thank you so much for talking with me and thank you so much for like helping the people who do want to start a team Regardless of if you want, if you're a high school student, if you're even a teacher, I would encourage them to start a team as well. Absolutely. And I'm sure you guys would too. Absolutely. And thank mm-hmm. you so much for having this conversation with me. Of course. Thanks yeah. for having us. The ProCon team wanted to quickly hop on and say a last few words on this last episode of the decade. Yes, you heard us right. There's going to be no episode that will be released on the 26th or that week, the week of Christmas, because we want all of you to spend time with your family, not latched onto any screens. That being said, on the 3rd of January in 2020, we will have our next episode presented for you. And this will be a debate on whether or not this house regrets the narrative of American exceptionalism, the debate that was promised to you. But we hope that you've enjoyed all these interviews that we've had coming in to the new year. We've spoken to freshmen in debate and speech and debate coaches, giving you a variety of perspectives from which you can look at speech and debate from. We hope that in this upcoming school year, you don't hesitate to go out and try clubs that involve speaking that involve putting yourself out there. The ProCon team and me myself would like to wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, and a Happy New Year and any other festivities during this time. Everyone should make sure that all of this time is spent with families, not with screens, but spending time together as a whole. And ultimately, the culture that we've spoken about for the past two weeks is the culture that you should always be exhibiting towards your friends and your family, the culture of respect. Thank you so much for being with ProCon through this amazing journey, and we hope the next year will bring you as much happiness and opportunities as I'm sure will bring ProCon. Thank you, signing off, Sadasa Nish and the ProCon team. Tune in on January 3rd.